Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Scramble Podcast. We are coming to you live from Braintree, Massachusetts in Hedgebetter Technology Studios as we are presented by Hedgebetter Technologies. Welcome to episode 30, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Guys, it's been 30 episodes. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. 30 weeks. You've heard our voice 30 weeks out of your last year and a half. Yeah. Kind of a lot. Uh, yeah, but that... It's a lot more weeks there. We missed, we missed quite a few. Yeah, because we... I mean, the golf season takes a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, once again, follow all of our social medias for all of our picks, funny videos, uh, whatever Tim has up his sleeve this week. I'm sure we'll be on it. Uh, and more. We usually put up the cards. Uh, we might be dropping a new segment next week. I don't know. We're talking to one of our sponsors tonight. We might drop a surprise episode soon. I don't know. There's a lot of exciting things in the works that you guys are going to want to uh, see on our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but what a ride so far, you guys. It's been good. Then thanks to everybody for tuning in. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. be anything without you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, all uh, 18,000 of you. It's crazy that we get that many views. Oh, dude, it's nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we instantly are the biggest golf podcast ever? It's yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, we did hit a Luke list, 75 to 1, so I'm sure that was being talked about. Uh, but we'll just start it off right away. The Surf and Turf Golf. Course to Coast Recap, presented by Surf and Turf Golf. Uh, use promo code SCRAMBLE20 at checkout on their website, surfandturf.com, I believe. It's not Surf and Turf Golf. Uh, surfandturfclub.com, I believe, is the name of the website. Go to their Instagram. Go to their Twitter. They're awesome. Um, surfandturfgolf.com. Surfandturfgolf.com. I was wrong. Promo code SCRAMBLE20 for 20% off. Get a hat. Get a T-shirt. Get a pullover. I mean, the stuff's awesome. We're all wearing the hats, literally. Uh, if you're looking on YouTube, the shirt too. stuff's sick. Yeah, I mean, it's just a no-brainer. Now we can talk about it. Sepp Straka wins the Honda Classic. And it was the first win for an Austrian on tour. Gets hot tee to green. It's his first PGA win. He birdies 18 on Sunday in the pouring rain to beat Shane Lowry by one and Kurt Kitayama by two. Your thoughts, gentlemen? First reaction is... Daniel Berger's not even on that summary. And he was leading the day, leading going into Sunday by four. And we didn't have to talk about him as a factor on the last hole. Yeah, yeah out of it. My One first of the reaction. Epic collapses yeah. I've ever seen. I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, five shot lead is the most dangerous lead in golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. Th- this is the third time. It's the third time this year already that somebody's blown a five shot lead. It could have been – I mean, he had a hole out from the bunker and a chip in. It could have been so much worse. It should have been so much so worse. So much worse. I think he stinks at putting. Stinks. I think he uh, – Stinks. I think he like lacks a, something between his legs is what I think. I mean, we'll, we'll jump down to DB right now. Ready? The most loss of strokes gained stones I've seen all year. It's, it's impeccable. It was such a great performance of halfway through the front nine from five to down one, six shot swing. He didn't hit a putt over ten feet. He didn't hit a putt over three feet. Over three feet. It was twenty nine inches. Was his longest putt. That's like Will Zalatoris. Uh, yeah, and he becomes the the last eight guys with fifty four hole leads and five strokes. All of them converted. (laughs) I think he has a finishing problem, and that's okay if you do have a finishing problem. Sometimes you're just really tired. I've seen plenty of commercials for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the hints or, or whatever. Roman. Yeah, Roman. Roman's the new D- one. D- oh, my God. How funny would it be if DB got a, a Roman 
That'd be awesome. Sponsorship I think this you week. Look into it. Lean into it. I think you lean into it a little bit. Their social media should have reached out. That would have been a, a great tweet. Tim, I'm having a tough time hearing you. I think you might want to tilt the mic a little bit. This way? You want to talk? Yeah, right there. I think it's broken. There we go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, that thing right there. Yeah. There oh, it is broke. That's oh, tight. That 30 weeks of podcasting. Look, gentlemen, it's still, it's hard. It's difficult. There he is. Now I can hear you. But yeah, I should have leaned into it. It's, it's, it's fucking terrible. The long putts he was hitting, he had a, he had a couple like 45 footers, and he was putting them 10 feet by, 12 feet by the hole. Dude, we don't even do that. No. I, maybe on those greens, but at, at Braintree, nope. No. Dude, lag putting was atrociously bad. And I feel bad for the guy because he's an awesome dude. And he put up a thing today on his Instagram. He's like, just back out on his boat. Good good vibes only or something. He's got to do something to he get just, his mind off of that. He just pissed away $1 million, basically. It, he lost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think he won 394 k and he went from one, from 1. 1.4. Yeah. It's tough. Sucks. Uh, but we can talk about Sepp Straka, I guess, because... We don't have to talk about that old I mean, Oompa Loompa. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not aesthetically pleasing. I'll say it. No. Uh, the broadcast, I watched all Sunday. They showed him for about 20, 20 minutes, and it was the final <laughs> the final 20 That's minutes. That's all I need to see. The highlights were good enough. He goes to Catherine Tappan all week. He says, I hung in there, and I grinded out the week. I mean, likable guy. His family, his wife surprised him. I'll give him that. It, this just doesn't make sense. And I got these stats from our very own Tim Dutcher. Okay. 143rd strokes gained off the tee, 151st in driving accuracy, and 138th in greens and regulation. And somehow wins one of the hardest. Guess what rank he was in all three of those this week? Uh, first. Yeah, number yeah, one. Yeah, he was number one. Number one. Like so, Switty, Smitty, Werburn, Yegerman, Jensen. Yeah, he everything. was number one. Yep. If you bet Sepp Straka this week, congratulations. Yeah, you. I bet. I wonder if there's any outright. There if are, any, no, there was. No, there was. Tour, on the tour junkies guy hit that. No fucking. Yeah, yeah, he did. For what though? Like .02 units? Probably. Yeah, that's the thing. Congrats. I don't know. It's like you, you just stare. Which at one Dana. of them all week long? Um, the the host or the other guy? The host. Ugh. Yeah, the host. Hosts of podcasts usually suck. Uh, but <laughs> he good says thing we're three hosts. That's right. While his game will likely never be at the level of two men he beat coming home, DB and Sugar Shane, on this day, he was better than both. He hit the shots that mattered and closed when it was winning time. And that's from Kyle Porter. And that's Kyle Porter admitting that this was a fluke. Yeah. Yeah. This will never happen again. Never say never, but I really hope it doesn't. I'm sorry. I just don't want that guy on my TV. I don't either. Uh, not Okay. You could, I think this goes two ways. I'm going to say this win was bad for golf. It's bad for us because stats apparently don't friggin' matter. No, it's bad for golf. This guy's a nobody, and he wins one of the best tournaments to watch because it's one of the hardest courses. That was. I think the. I don't think it's bad for golf. I think the way he did it was bad for golf. Like everybody was keyed in on two other guys, and then it was just like, oh, this guy won. I haven't seen him on TV almost all day. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't really even know he was a factor until what. The seventeenth. Like I kept seeing Straka like minus seven. They showed Kitayama about they showed, uh, a bunch. Yeah. I'm not they even showed Chris Kirk more. No, well, it's yeah. I'm not making excuses, but like it would have been nice if the rain didn't happen. No, this is ridiculous. Okay. So we'll, we'll stick it you up. Guys, yeah, boy. you guys can duke it out right now. I liked I love Shane Lowry. I do uh, too, but he is it's some of the worst luck you've ever seen, though. About as soft as a piece of bread would have been in that ring. <laughs> you would have done the same thing. No, I wouldn't. Have. You would have done the same no, fucking thing. hundred percent. Dude, 
Sepp Straka hit that putt when the rain was at its worst. He was already on the green. He had a massive no, he, advantage. No, no, he was hitting through the rain. One shot. He has approached through the rain. One shot. And and the putt. But like Shane's like, I, I would have hit it. I would have taken like uh, Sepp Straka's on like. You hooked the ball like that. It was a bad shot. No, 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 no. He, he hit a bad shot. He absolutely hit but a bad shot. He didn't shot. take any responsibility for that. But I would have much rather. I'm. I don't. He lost. He hit a bad drive. I admit that. Yeah. I'm bummed he did it. But it would have been much nicer if it was a nice sunny day and he had a legitimate chance at birdie. Then we get extra golf playoffs. Oh, that's what I mean. Would have been nice if I hit the 250 pitch and putt on DraftKings too, but I didn't. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. At my in my own. For, it was my own fault. Dude, I mean, I agree with what you're both. I agree with the both of you because you can't be that soft. It's fucking. You got to figure it out. You, you're dealt with what you're dealt with. Dude, you're from Ireland. Yeah. Also, if yeah. Anybody and in you, that field was won, to be prepared for that scenario was you. I know. And he won the open in the rain. Yeah. So, so like, but also, what are you talking about? your mindset. The second you step on that tee and it starts to fucking pour, I'm I'm a mental midget too. I'm going. Here we go. I don't. The rain. I don't even. I don't get it. I guarantee you've never played in rain like that. I have. <laughs> South Shore Country Club. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. I don't know. It's uh, I wanted. I mean, I was I was all in on DB kind of because we put our we put his uh, we put our eggs in his basket because he was up five and that was tough to watch. Yeah, the live. I did not. It's a big issue right now. But I'll say this: Shane played his way into contention. Twenty nine bogey free holes. Yeah, and he's coming into form right at the right time, playing for him. Playing for basically two majors in the next six weeks. Yep. So, I mean, he like he didn't win, but he played great. He golf. played great. Bo- bogey free on a Sunday of a big tournament. You can't really ask. I mean, no, he played really good golf. Tough to lose bit. playing that way. He is. I think if DB was paired with Chris Kirk, DB wins that tournament. You think that I do? Shane Lowry was so calm and collective from the get go, and I think when you're playing with somebody like that, and he has a four stroke lead. Five stroke league, whatever it was, that plays in your mind. Like he's like, oh yeah, like, shit. And Shane got Shane's one on. Well. Yeah, Shane got one on two. Yeah, I mean, I went, he double bogey. fucking go. The par five. The, yeah, DB double bogey the par five. Because a horrible leg putt. He's burying the ball, and the announcers are going, "Oh, that's got a lot of heat on it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, DB got it. And then of course DB's like, "Hey, I felt good on the putting. I felt good when I was warming up, but I just couldn't make any putts. That was his." Uh... Puts me every weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. If I could make any putts, I'd be sick. I'm going low today. Uh, Brooksy, though, <laughs> finishes T16. Decent T to green week. Looking up, I think. Uh, tough, tough week for his putter. Could not hit anything to save his life. No, but he was hitting good putts. But he, yeah. Opposite of DB, they just weren't falling. Yeah, they were lipping. Yeah, so that, what right. they call that, like, the luck right. yeah. was worse. Because his proximity after first putt was way better than DB. Right. Yeah. Um, and... I say I thought he'd give it a run. He looks really good Thursday and Friday, and I was like, "Wow!" If he's missing these like eight footers and these start to drop, he's gonna put in a shift here. Yeah. But what do you guys think? The, the tournament loved, as a whole, loved it, liked it. The bear trap, the tournament. number of water balls was fucking sick. Awesome. That's what golf should be. I know a challenge. These guys were like, "Oh, this is." Not- we talked about this last week. I was I'm, I was way off. What did I say? Fifteen under because it looked like it was gonna be though when DB got to ten DB after got Friday to twelve or twelve, and I said, "Here we go." But Tim ends up being right. Yeah. What'd you say? Eight? Nine? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I, I think, think something I said like nine. that. It was right there. Good week for golf. Maybe not everything needs to be a birdie fest. Yeah, that was a great week for golf. And now we got another course coming up with 84 bunkers. So, yeah. And nine holes of water. Yeah, so this is good. The Florida swing, humbling everyone. Yep. 
Maybe it's just those like the wind. The weather is also a factor. Like we said, the L.A. dude, the that West Coast swing, not difficult, right. not windy, not rainy, not watery, nothing. Anyways. In Florida, very windy. And the course played tough when it mattered. Sunday, Saturday, and Sunday were the two hardest days, and that was perfect. It's so nice watching the final four holes not being a gimme. Yeah, like they were work. You had work to do, and then it rained. Yeah, and then it rained, but whatever. Um. And I think we I'm have over a, it. I'm actually a, not over it at all. <laughs> I think we have a special segment right now. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Matt Wolf. Uh, what an incredible run out of college. Two-time winner on the PGA Tour. Matt Wolf is dead in the golf world. 17 over par this weekend. Uh, he lost. He's lost his greatest weapon. This is really sad. I might it's cry. really sad. He lost this ten is, strokes off the tee on and Thursday. As a Matt Wolf fan, apologist, frequent better. This this feels like a part of me is is done. Matt Wolf's actually fine. Matt Wolf himself way. is fine, but his, his golf, golf game, game is, is not right. So um, wow, I'm just picturing like dogs looking really sad right now. That commercial. Yeah, that, that's a, Every time I comes on with Josie, I go, look how good you. It's honestly it. just just <laughs> a rude commercial. Yeah. It comes on at the worst time, oh too. God. It's like it in the middle of a job, football though. game. We're talking about like, yeah, look. We're Sarah talking McLaughlin raking in the money from that. Yeah. But also, it's sad. The Matt Wolf I think thing. he'll be back. I mean, he's also excited. He's 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 upstairs. He's not doing so hard. The six inches between his ears are not great. Yeah, I think Scramble a lot legs. of it's mental. But if it is mechanical, I we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast. But like, yeah. who... It's very, I, I have to imagine it's very difficult uh, for a teacher to try and figure out where a swing's going wrong when it's that unique. Like, there's certain points in the swing you need to be at certain places, and obviously his downswing is, is, pro- this, is pretty similar to yeah. everybody else's, but, for, like, his tempo, I don't, it, he, I don't know. He's got, a, he's got a lot of work to do. And apparently no coaches to do it. Skangus, he's a... He's a He's a Scooby Scooby Doo guy. Yeah, like they they have like a cult like swing academy thing going, and I don't know. Like he's too embedded in that from coming up through college. Also touted as the number one player from that class, if you recall. And we're talking about Colin yeah. Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, Sam, Sam Burns. Burns, and Matt Wolf was leaps and bounds better oh, than these guys in college. Sick. And when he first got on tour, I was like, Jesus he's a Christ. cocky fuck too. When he first got on tour, he was very he's cocky. Lost that. I think he's, he's still very that. much a kid. If you listen to him, he's a kid. Well, yeah. Some people grow up at different rates. He's right. also newer. Like, he's not a lifetime golfer. So, in the context of, like, his golf career. Like, guys that grow up on country clubs and shit. Correct. He got into the game later in life. I think, like, middle school or high school or something like that. Damn, dude. Poor Matt Wolf. Yeah. I mean, is he playing this week? Yes. Oh. He so should take a break. I will be losing money on are you gonna bet him every week? You bet. <laughs> he's hundred to one. He's he's won twice. He hits the ball. Hold on, hold on. Have you been secretly betting Matt Wolf every week? Every week. <laughs> I don't put on my card because it's it's not like a. So if a it hits, I'm, I'm it's happy not sanctioned. To bet. Yeah. Okay. But no. Last week, uh, if he I did do good, I do bet Matt Wolf. in the podcast. Would you have said it that you bet him? Yeah. Uh, I would have shown the receipt. I have the receipt. <laughs> okay. 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 And with that, we'll move on to how we did this week. A three-for-three three week for you listeners of the podcast with Jacket Picks. Automatic. Billy Horschel, uh, Keith Mitchell, Shane Lowry, top 20, all three of them. Cash it. Shout-out to Keith for birdieing three of the last 
Uh, five holes. Yeah, I had a I had a I had Keith Mitchell's top twenty, sweating it out. Yeah. <laughs> I also had him in a couple matchups where he beat. Uh, oh God, who was he against? He beat him by one. I forget, but I was like, oh, lost that one. That's a good two unit swing. But I was ten and eleven for plus two units, and this is a common theme for all of us. Without the amount that we're putting on outrights, I'm up eight this week, and I don't know. Yeah. I need to relax with the one unit outrights, I think. Yeah, I think I gotta cut it down too. I lost two and a half units and I lost four and a half units <laughs> on outrights alone. Other than that, like if you take units out, I went nine and six. Yeah. Not a bad week. No. Not a bad week at all in the golf world. Three for three in top twenty. Three for three. It nailed all my top twenty finishes. I missed one top forty because fucking Russell Knox imploded. Imploded on Sunday. And then I saw this is not me, but I saw I saw someone tweet out. They had a prop on Christian Zadenhut, top South African, which would have hit had Dylan Fratelli not oh, pulled out yeah. from the bunker in 18, on 18 for Eagle. Oh, no. That is a horrible beat. That was a sick shot. He played so bad all week, and then he just holes out from the, the last shot of the tournament <laughs> that to, was to take top nasty. South African. <laughs> that was like 60, 60 yards away. Yeah. It was wild. Cash. It was going in hot. If that didn't hit the uh, hole, it was in, in the, the water. water. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tim. Can you tell us about the secret formula? Uh, I can tell you about Super Formula in the next Honda Classic. No, that's no. Why? For the listeners out there, for the listeners out there, it's for the course. He made it seem like it was a secret formula week to week. Things aren't. That's a lesson for everybody. But he lied. Things aren't always as they seem. He lied by omission. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't lie. You just didn't tell the truth. How's Uh, that? I I (laughs) was pretty quiet about the whole thing. And uh, most of it was coming from the peanut gallery over here. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't drop a secret. You can't say like secret that. stuff it's and then not. Look what Plankton went through to get the it's secret proprietary. Formula. The Toon Squad drank the secret stuff, and yeah. you won't share it. Uh, four ten and one <laughs> lost two units. Do, do we um, want to know it? I don't. I mean, he. I mean, but outright. So I do. I, I, I mean, I had yeah. Chris Kirk right there. Yeah, I really want to know. What it is. Me Mitchell. too. Like it had to be something about uh, sand players. There was sand involved. Scrambling yeah, in was high. It had to be high scramblers in the formula. That's it was involved. Which is why I was so confused about Shane Lowry not being in your model. Well. And he said Brooks was like a number one, number one or something. Yeah, blonde hair well, must have been a category. Brooks yeah. lost probably five strokes on the green. I haven't looked at it, but it's interesting. Definitely, significant. we'll we'll get it out of him eventually, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, next year. Yeah, um, it's not, not a, a terrible week for the gang. Uh, just tough on all the outrights. Again, I'm gonna. You see these like handicappers and. Other golf people that always put out their picks and whatnot. They're doing like 0.1 units, 0.2 units on these outrights. Like, I'm throwing a full unit on these Yeah, things. I might. We got to cut back on that. With the amount that I'm betting, you could do a full unit if you're going to do three of them, not like me if you're going to do seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going to start doing some halfers. Yeah, I think I'm going to do half, but I'm going to keep the, I'm going to keep the spread. I like having, yeah, yeah. I like oh, it's awesome. I like having a handful. Dude, the three of us, uh, Thursday, even like halfway through the rounds on Friday, we had like four guys in the top ten. More. Yeah, I think it was. More. I, I was, was like, five. we're looking good it was a here. Tough weekend for us. But I mean, all the guys we had out, we had some very close. I mean, a second place, a Chris Kirk fourth. Like, I mean, we were right there. Yeah. So let's not. And no money fucking had. Seth I wanted Stryker, three so, out of four. Yeah. I wanted it bad. Yeah. I would have been. I would have been cool. All right, so we're going to talk about this week in golf presented by Links in Golf Club. Uh, go to Links in Golf on Instagram, linksingolf.com. Check out. Uh, what this is, okay? So what it is is this. It's a virtual golf club in the palm of your hand, okay? You play with people like you. You play all new courses you've never been to. Expand your golfing circle you play with. We play, The three of us play together once a week in the summer. 
join links in. We might maybe we'll get another guy that's just like us. Yeah, that maybe. starts playing with us, and we like him. Uh, there's a pro shop. There is fantasy golf that's coming in the next few weeks uh, at the start of the players. You guys, it's a no-brainer. You want to play more golf with people like you in places you've never played before. You got to join Links in Golf. It's 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 absolutely just it's asinine at this point if you haven't done it. Uh, it's in the palm of your hand. So Good it's a uh, yeah. Good word. Yep. Thank you. So Phil Mickelson, he's pretty much canceled, right? What's going on? Yeah, he's done. The the Callaway, the, I like that they use the term pauses their partnership. So it's like, hey, we're not you know we're not totally out on Phil. Uh, we're just not gonna yet. we're just gonna. So in case he ever redeems himself, gotta wait for this one to blow over. Yeah, if uh, if Phil starts to play well, maybe we'll uh, redo the. Uh, it's tough though. He's the whole face of their like what epic flash line. He's like the guy, you know. It's bombs. Yeah, and the American it's Express the drops him entirely as the host of their tournament. Uh, at this point, I don't even know if a super long Instagram post can save you. No, you went too far. No, I mean, I think, and like you, you're hearing a lot of this coming from Twitter. Like, guys are like, yeah, who play on the PJ Tour are, are in the inner circle of like professional golf. Or like, yeah, this is like who Phil is. I don't know why everybody's outraged. Yeah. Like, he's just an egomaniac. He's always been, always loved himself, mm-hmm. always been a huge gambler. Yep. Uh, inside trader. Yeah, definitely an inside trader. Uh, you know, a little bit insensitive to the things that are going on in the world, maybe. Um, tough to do, I think. If you're like a huge Phil guy, I don't know where you're at at this point. He's one of those guys, though, like you're a fan of them, but like if you knew him, and you probably wouldn't be friends with him in real life because you're like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he's comes a story- off as that kind of guy. He's a storyteller. Right, yeah. People, you know, people like to listen to him, but... At the end of the day, you're not going to call him if you need to get bailed out of jail. Let me sell you the snake oil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. Uh, another thing, Zach Johnson, captain of the Ryder Cup for 2023. I love this pick. You do. See, I, I am a little indifferent because he's kind of a pickle, I think. He is a pickle. But he's a little bit of a nerd. Pickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a geek. I don't think you need like a domineering personality. I that w- stuff too. Why didn't they get Stevie back again? What's the issue? What did he do bad? I, I w- One and done? I think it's more of like you got to let... Uh, I agree with you. I think He it, was awesome. He did everything right. Yeah. I don't know. Zach Johnson does seem like a st- statistical cap- guy. All the captains do is... Just is pick like, pairings. And, and the team. I have a sneaking suspicion they're not making those fucking decisions anyways. So you think in that locker room that like... who? Like beforehand, when Scotty goes Xander out, the Lakers. So Scotty goes out, and dummies John Rom. You think that was Scotty's choice? If I'm, if I'm Xander Shoffley, yeah, the top five golfer in the world, and I show up to one of these events, and uh, Zach Johnson, who hasn't won a tournament in seven years, is like, hey, I think you're gonna you're gonna match up with X, and you're gonna play against him, and I I don't like him. I'm like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do that. Why don't Why don't I play with Patrick, my best friend? I just I don't I don't know how much. What are these guys really coordinating? So is this the late? It's the Lakers. It's the Lakers locker room. Kind of. I mean, there's a respect there. That's Obviously, Zach Johnson is a very respected golfer. He's yeah, just like him forever. It's not even like that. It's Frank like Vogel. well, we're we're gonna be the guys playing here. You're not. Co- you're, this isn't the NBA. You're not drawing up plays. Let me play with Patrick against you know whoever. And I don't know. So, but supposedly they're the the captains are like the guys that do that. So I wonder if we need to find out the truth. I don't know. We'll never find the truth. That's probably just me. Like when Tiger was a tight locker room. Like when Tiger was an assistant captain, he wasn't playing. You think he wasn't calling the shots? 
He definitely was. If I was the captain, I'd say, "Hey, who do you want to play with, and who do you want to play against?" Oh no, there's the guys definitely have input, but I think he's the final decision. Because, like, look, the two rounds, like the Jordan and JT played, they were bad, so I split them up, and then they ended up doing okay. So I think they were like, "He's like, hey guys, I know you love each other. This isn't working out." Mm. Things like that. I don't know. We can hey, we get a little time till the Presidents Cup, Ryder Cups next year. We can talk about it. This guy, Jerry Kelly, on the Senior PGA Tour. I don't know if you guys saw this video. Driver off the cart path. Sparks fly everywhere. Did it work? Uh, yeah, he, he poked it down there. It wasn't like sick. He just was so far away that he needed to bury something. And this is a lesson, and this is my note to all of you golfers at home. Don't do that. I mean, he, you can, root? Do he can do it because he can get a new club. Yeah, easily. that's what I'm saying. I'm a big time driver out of the shit guy. Yeah, you pop it. Pop it up. But, but like, like just try and smack it down there 150 yards. If you get in like a deep pine, like, you know, how we play like a cape the style. Pine co- yeah, the pine like side thing. Yeah. I've never seen either of you do that. I think I've, I think I've seen you do it. I'm usually, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bitch. I just, I chip out of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a bitch. I play yeah. golf the right yeah, yeah. No, but also, I mean, it was a sick video, but like the, the slow down thing, just like fucking clubs, like engulfed in sparks. I don't know, guys. That don't is pretty do cool. That. Yeah. And then last thing we'll talk before the AP Invitational is Greg Norman is uh, sounding off about the Saudi League. Um, he says the fight is just beginning in a letter to the head of the PGA. Uh, the tour is unfair and just. You can't ban players from playing golf. They're independent contractors and that uh, you know non-competes don't exist. And my thoughts are, hey, Greg, fucking relax. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think he backed himself in a corner, and he kind of like had to do something like this. But Greg Norman, <laughs> talk about a pickle! Like, yeah, dude thinks he's so he was nasty. Than he, he was, he was sick. He was sick. That's nice. He also sure. has some all-time collapses. Yeah, he did. But also, like fifty years ago, not fifty, but like a long time. Eighties and nineties. Maybe yeah. that's foreshadowing. Oh, he can't handle the heat. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he backs down. Saudi Arabia is not the place you want to be if you can't handle the heat, dude. Very hot. But there. he's responding to the, the tour. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> um, all right, Cam, take us into the API, bud. All right. We have the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week at Bay Hill Club and Lodge. It was originally designed by Dick Wilson, even though Arnold Palmer's name's all over this. Nice. I had to say his name. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> I had to say his Sweet. name. Sweet. So it was originally a, um, a citrus farm. Oh. But, Is Dick Wilson oh, the Wilson guy? Is, I don't know. Is it? Also, no that's why the exactly logos have all the uh, yeah. yeah the it, fruit. It was a citrus farm, uh, but it was a failed citrus farm. <laughs> the guys that owned that were basically selling it for near to nothing. So Dick uh, Dick Wilson and a couple other big shots bought it, and then um, in '75, Arnold Palmer bought the course outright fully. Love that. And he's done three um, updates to it. The last one being in 2009, where his his goal was actually to make the course more accessible to amateurs. So basically, widening. He didn't do it. He said that was his goal. He just didn't, just did not do that. Like, it, not at all. It, it still, it was still very difficult. Mission not complete. <laughs> um, but the course is seven thousand four hundred and fifty-four yards, par seventy-two. So we're back to a legitimately length golf course. But this p- course plays a little bit longer. A lot of the par fours force golfers to take less than driver off the tee and hit into the, you know, their their landing areas, their mm-hmm. safe spots. So yeah. it's a lot of hand, like there's two real short par fours. They're ungettable. There's water in front of one of them, and then there's a bunch of bunkers in front of the other one. Don't want to be in those. Nope. So they really do force the layups. 
Um, it's a lot. It's a, it's a it's a Florida style golf course. Bermuda, Bermuda grass greens. Um, there's nine holes with water, uh, and then Andy, you said eighty four bunkers. Eighty four bunkers, which is a lot of bunkers. A, a lot. So that's there's really like the fairways are pretty wide open. They cut back some of the trees. Um, this course can play easy. You know, there's some finishing scores that have been around 18, 17 under, and then if the wind is howling, this course can be incredibly difficult. Troll Hatton won at four under in basically like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think since 2009, this, the winning scores have been like very, very low. Yeah, if the wind is blowing, this course is, is, is tough. It plays kind of a lot like last week, honestly. Mm-hmm. It is part of the Florida swing. Um, there's, you know, force layups, and you have to carry your approach shot over water. Um, most of the par fives, or I think all but one really, are gettable. Par fives are very important to score on. Par threes, you're not doing anything. There's four par threes. I'm gonna say they are all over. They are all over 200 yards. One of them is 199, and it's almost always gonna play over 200. So I'm saying they're all over 200 yards. It's, all right, that's a tough approach. Um, what's well, a little foreshadowing? But you're gonna want to look at your long approach players this week. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, this is just a typical Florida course. If the wind is blowing, this course is difficult. You need to put it in play off the tee so you can attack these greens. Um, driving, driving accuracy, driving distance. Randomly, club head speed is the most important stat here. Dude, what? Yeah. Like, actually? Number se- yeah, it's number seventh on tour. Huh. Club head speed. But that doesn't have but, any... Okay. Uh, but it, it, I know, it's really hard to measure that. <laughs> yeah. but, um, well, club head speed, so one of my most important stats of driving distance but club head speed really just means uh how far you hit the ball i.e having shorter irons where shorter players are having longer irons in on a long course yeah there's some uh and the, the rough is the, uh, the rough that's what i was gonna say strokes. there's some shots that you need to hit harder than like a pitching right. wedge from 140 is actually at eight iron from 140 you know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah so i saw a bunch of tweets this week of the rough this rough is very thick and then and then so the fairways and the greens are bermuda I, forget, I can't say the type of Bermuda grass they are. It's like beans with a T. But those, that's in the fairways and the greens, and the, the roughs are Bermuda and bent. So they, that can mess with players a little bit because you, your ball is sitting totally different. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the rough is like over three inches. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty substantial. Yeah, and, it, and that, that driving distance thing too just speaks to like some stuff I've been seeing in trending, trendy betting with golf is that the strokes gained approach numbers are skewed because, like, you know, I don't even know who's, like, a not. Like, Abe Answer doesn't drive the ball very far. No. So, like, Abe Answer versus DJ, they'll have the, they'll be head-to-head in the same strokes gained approach category. However, DJ is taking 30 yards less club. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, there's a, there are a couple of guys I've seen, and I've been looking into it, but it's really hard to measure week-to-week. Uh, I'm I'm trying so that by the end of the season maybe I can have some sort of model for it, but that that strokes gained approach number needs to be segregated into taking account for driving distance, which is in this case club head speed. Yeah. Um, couple closing thoughts. This tournament last year was sandwiched. It was on a different part of the schedule. Cause I don't know if that was oh the yeah restart, but it's back to its back to its original home and this is a lot stronger of a field than they've had in recent years which should be good because this is one of the toughest courses on tour since 2015 the average score is actually over par 72.75 oh good and the 
birdie or better rate matches the bogey or worse rate at 19%. So huh. it's a pretty it's a pretty challenging course. I like that. The 18th hole is awesome. Yeah. I will this it's eight it's really just 18 and 6. There's not really like this is kind of I mean you can call me crazy. This is kind of a boring course. Like I said, like if the wind's not howling, this is just a that went Bryson like buried the ball over six yeah that's like but six is memorable but 18 is memorable but other than that it's a pretty loser wd by the way oh yeah yeah well what did he say he's like i don't want to get more hurt i'm not ready huge paper cut do you think any do you think any of his injuries have to do with the fact that he swings like he's trying to murder somebody completely unsustainable hey how about him doing the thing that max homa does he also doesn't understand functional fitness and he like that's that's neither here nor there no, how about him doing the thing Max Homa does? He goes, send me your swing, I'll critique it. Don't do that. That's already been done. Max Homa is the king of Twitter. Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's doing it. He's like, oh, send it. we'll do, make a YouTube video about all your swings. Dude, the, the idea's already been done. You're a loser. Don't do that. I don't know. I think I'm coming, around, I'm coming back around. I liked him during the Ryder Cup. I'm coming back around that I don't, I think I'm back well, up He's on doing him. it to himself. Yeah, he's he's fucking, asking for he's it. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's asking for it. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's what we got for the course. What are you guys thinking for some pinned golf? Course key stats presented by Pinned Golf. Get 25 bucks off your Ace Rangefinder with promo code SCRAMBLE at checkout. I can go. Yeah, go ahead. We'll take us so, in So my first one is ball striking, which combines approach and uh, off the tee. Um, I think that's important. And then I also have good drives gained, which is mostly off the tee, but it also takes into effect that your approach. Not so much... Like if you hit the green, but no, sorry, not so much like how close you put it or anything like that, like your proximities, but more like if you hit it off of the fairway, you can still get on it too. Okay. So good drives gain is, is a good stat for this place because you need to be able to reach that green. But it's too. also like just not pure like off the tee. You can miss a fairway, but in a positive way where you might have like at a place where like they're short or rough and you get a better angle into the pin. It's like I th- I love that stat. Yeah, it's a good stat because it fa- yeah it factors in like either like it just takes away the shanks. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got approach over two hundred. Like I think it was like sixty five percent of approach shots on the par fours are gonna come from over two hundred yards. Course history. There's only two courses, right? This yep. two courses that have more um, relevant finishing positions than what am I? What saying? was it? Waste saying? management. And the waste, Masters. Yeah, waste yeah. management. And the Masters, and then yeah. bogey avoidance. Mm-hmm. You do not want to. Hurt yourself at this. Yeah. That, okay. So I'll take it. That'll take me into mine. I have bogey avoidance too. Uh, guys that are guys, I don't care. Like guys that can bury birdies, but then you have the like the second highest bogey. Like that's gonna come back to bite you because one bo- the bogey is gonna turn into a double eventually. Yeah. And that's not good. I also have course history, third highest on tour. Uh, like highly correlated for me. Uh, in in conjuncture with recent form, I'm I'm taking that. A guy, the ideal guy in form, plays well here. I like it. Uh, and then par five scoring, like we said, par fives here are birdie holes. This is a par fives are par fours here. You gotta you gotta make a few eagles if you're gonna. And there's a reason, like historically, there's not really many bombs that win this tournament. No. The last bomb was Mark Leishman. Yep, and he was 101, and he's not bad. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I wonder what that stat is. Like, uh, like lowest lowest odds to win per per this year. This is pretty low. This is usually in the 20s to 30s. Yeah. Like it's it's That's pretty good. Big names come up here because you need to. The big names hit it farther, and the big, mm-hmm. you know, it is like that's the, the modern style of golf, I guess you would say. Yep. Feasts on this, a course like this. <laughs> um, so for me, par five scoring, uh, driving distance, i.e., club head speed, 
um, approaches 200 plus, uh, double the PGA Tour average of the number of approaches over 200 yards at this tournament. Uh, I'm normally not a huge proximity guy, but that doesn't seem like a stat I can ignore. Yep. Uh, scrambling, Bermuda putting, and course history. All right. I think that I I can't non I cannot remember the stat, but I, that might have been it. It was double because the, there was two crazy stats about this course. Double the PGA double, Tour average. Yeah, there was yeah there was two crazy. And that stats. goes off your earlier point where there's like there's just holes where like you can't go for it. Yeah. And you're forced to lay up with irons. Um, but then you got a guy like Bryson who just comes in. Yeah, but you know who was in can bully this course. Yes, but who was in contention with him? A notorious long iron player, Lee Westwood. Yes. Yeah. So there's two yeah, two styles. You can either bully this course or plop plop it around the way they want it. Speaking of Lee, I liked Lee last week and he, he was right there. He just missed the top twenty. He did. I like I liked him last week. I thought I thought he was gonna be okay because he's a scrambler. You know what I mean? Not gonna impress yeah. you, but he'll get it done. All right. Let's take it into our survivor picks, who we're liking, and our jacket picks. Uh, let's start with who we like, and then at the end, you can say your survivor and your jackets. We'll do that. Um, you know what, Tim? Start us off. You're hot. What? What do I have to say? Come on. Who do you like? Let's let's get it, let's get oh, it going here. Okay. Um, so this list will will change over the week, I think. But this is where I, this is where I stand now. I like Will Zalatoris. Uh, I like his betting number. Uh, he's got driving distance, club head speed. Seems to play well at the harder courses and the, and the better competitions. Uh, does definitely doesn't shy away from that. Um, what do you think about his putter? Well, so it, that's obviously his weakness, but uh, he's gained. Uh, he's not gained. He's basically putts to zero at, on Bermuda okay. in general, and that's fine. So I'm willing to overlook. He's a, basically a zero putter anyway. Right. He's only losing four. And he's also seven. the best approach player on tour this season. That's crazy. So that's. Yeah, my worry is what gets it done when you need to win. Putter. It's a bu- it's a putter. Yeah, I'm not saying I like Willie Z too this week for the record, but I'm saying and I, I would agree. I, mean, I hope he figures it up. What happened with Daniel Berger? Yeah, uh, he couldn't make some some putts. I mean, he was he was erratic, but he needed to make some putts. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy we've hit on, guy we've talked about. I mean, I just I. I almost don't want to bet him, but he just rates so well based on what I've looked at. Is Luke List? Yeah, yeah, love Luke. Eighth in driving week. distance, seventeenth around the greens. You're not going to hit every green here. Sorry, not going to happen. Twenty uh, second in approach. His accuracy has been an issue, but that club head speed, playing out of the rough, will be an asset. Another uh, guy who's weak in putting, but uh, his last two outings here, he has gained strokes on the greens, uh, and he's playing his best golf. Uh, of his career, combine that with strong pass results at Bay Hill, uh, and that should be a recipe for success. Did he blow uh, his load earlier in the season? We're going to find out. Are we still talking about Luke List? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul Casey. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I do like um, I think that he, as the week goes on, he'll be a trendier name. Uh, he's a good par five scorer. Uh, he's good with his longer irons. He's been solid overseas, hasn't seen the results over here. Um, but what, you know, what better week to, uh, pick it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's guys at the top of the leaderboard. I usually don't like to do this uh, at the top of the, the pricing, but, uh, Rory McIlroy will get a ton of bets for me. Um, his history here is, uh, I would say outrageous. Is the it best is. Word I can it's, yeah, it's come up with. I'm, we'll be I wonder if it's the best on tour at one place. I mean, so 2021, 10th, 25th. 
19 sixth, 18 first, 2017 fourth, and uh, 2015th 11th. That's the only times he's played here, and his worst result is an 11th. That's ridiculous. It's hard to I, argue. Yeah, I, that I want. I, who are we gonna find with better course history somewhere? I don't no, know. You're not fucking Tiger at, Ti- the, at Tiger the WGC. Here. Oh. Yeah. Tiger here. He won eight. He's won yeah. this tournament eight times. Mm-hmm. I love John Rahm, um, but the opposite of Rory, he's never played here. But uh, this sets up well for him. This is like uh, I'm almost grading this as like a. It's like a mini U.S. Open. It's not as tough, but uh, looking for like similar kind of players. I like Victor Hovland. I like Scotty. I love a ton of guys at the top of this board. Love Scotty. Uh, the two guys I will say that I don't like. Okay. Um, that I've been on is Adam Scott. I followed him at the Genesis. Fourth place was nice. Uh, his around the green play was super shaky. Uh, and he had a lot of unforced errors, um, especially on Saturday. He hasn't been able to get it done here. Doesn't have the best course history. I don't. I just don't think this is his tournament. Um, another guy that I think uh, will draw some ownership is Russell Henley. Um, yeah, every week his stats are fucking ridiculous. I don't like him <laughs> as an individual, <laughs> as so a I'm person. Gonna, I'm gonna uh, fade that. And then hate to say I was right about Tommy Fleetwood, but he missed the cut. He did. And I think he's going to draw some more ownership this week uh, because of his. I think he's a. I think he's a contrarian DK play though. Correct. Ah, I think I think he's definitely not I mean, going to be highly owned. And he, the like, results are good. Tenth here, miscut. Third, twenty sixth, tenth. Um, Jason Day is a conundrum. I don't. Yeah, know I saw that. Going to stay away from J Day. I think. Uh, Maverick McNeely, of course, of course, rates well here. Um. He sucked here, though, so I think I can stay away from him. I don't know. I have that self-control. Um, I could go down this whole list. Yeah. I've been looking at this board since it came out. All right. So I'll let you guys continue. Well, I'll jump in. Ready? Yeah. Scotty, no-brainer to me. He's got a win in his pocket. He's got his first win in his pocket recently. He's got a 15th here before. Tita Green is outstanding in form. No brainer to me. I know he's going to be priced deeply for a win. If you can find him in a matchup, maybe spend a few bucks on a top twenty. So be it. I got. I'll talk about this guy last. Actually, so next guy, I'm, I like Mark Leishman in the Leishman Lager, uh, yep. which I'd like to try his beer uh, if we can. Good history here, coming off two top twenties. Sprinkle a few bucks for another one. I think he's okay. Um, only thing I get worried about is his driving accuracy sometimes, um, but. When he his long iron game's sick, so and he's sick around the green scrambler like he's silky. I love Mark Leishman. I know I like him. Uh, this is a guy that scorned us this week, but I might go back to the well to see if he can help us out. Chris Kirk, I get it. Great history though here. He's coming off a 14th and a seventh. He's in form. If you can find him in a matchup, long bomb maybe for a win again. I don't know. I like him for everything but an outright. Yeah. Okay. He just He's not going to win, but he'll be there. It on the weekend. This is a guy that has this next person that has is near and dear to our hate list. It's Lanto. Oh god. Okay. Now he's pretty good though. Bear with me. This year. Great gaining great strokes in total. Has above average history here and he's a zero guy off the tee, which I said is okay if he's hitting fairways, which is his best aspect of off the tee. Okay? Sam Ryder. Cashed another top 20 on Sam Ryder last yes, week. Yes, he did. Uh, he's hot. 
I'd say I'd probably going to find a way to throw him in a top 20 or a top 40. I don't necessarily think he's going to win, but he's playing well. Pat Perez. Okay? Call me crazy. No, he... he gets up for these like weird events. He was in the mix. He's been in the mix for like three weeks. Except he didn't play last week. But decent tee to green. Kind of hot. I think sneaky good for this. Matt Wallace. I know he sucks right now. This is purely off history. If you can find a Matt Wallace up, uh, out, I mean, not outright, matchup, whoever he's playing probably doesn't have as good history. Okay? And then, like you guys said, uh, up at the top, Tim, I-, I love Matty Fitz. I love Max Homa. I love Rory. Another guy we just bet on, Keith Mitchell. Okay? They're all good. Mix them into your lineups and matchups if you can. All right? And the last guy, Terrell Hatton. Okay? Great history here. Firing on the DP tour. Uh, strokes gain T to green, good. He's a fire. He's a firecracker. If he gets gone, I don't think you stop him. And but and he's won here. He's won. He's won here. But if he starts playing bad, jump off the ship, okay? Because it's only going to get worse. Yeah, better get like do <laughs> yeah. a daily matchup yeah. to cover yourself. Yes, he plays bad Thursday, Friday, and it somehow makes the cut. Win that money back on the weekend. Uh, those are my guys. All right. Uh, like Tim at the very top, I love Ramen McElroy. This course was made. For players like that, hit it long, hit it straight, crush the long irons. Um, Rory obviously has won here. I can John Rahm might not win this year, but he will win here eventually. This is prototypical John Rahm golf course. Um, not a guy that I like. I am so confused by him this week. I don't know why. Victor. Hmm. Everyone loves I like him this week. Everyone loves Victor Hall. Like, and I get it. And I've heard a lot of a lot of. A lot of the people in the Twitter sphere talking about how he's like kind of a baby Rory. What are your, what are your concerns? My concerns is like sometimes in, in, I feel like in tournaments like this where we think Victor should win, he always starts real slow. You know, he like, I you know when we don't ha- when none of us bet him, he destroys it. But when we do bet him, he's like, yeah, he's like faltering in like the T fifty area. I'm worried. And this is a tough course. I don't know how is he. I don't know if he's good in the wind. Like he's he's never. Finished better than top 40 here. There's a lot of bunkers for him, and he's not a sandy guy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Around the green, he's not fantastic. But the thing is, he, is I'm gonna counteract he can get so no, but that. he can get so good where he's not missing with that driver. That little hinge that he pokes, he can he can flight a driver, and it's so good, and he might not have to worry. You know what I mean? He also hasn't played well here. Well, he's played okay. 49th, 42nd, 40th. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Yeah. I just don't know. Like I feel like I'd be a little apprehensive to bet on this. Week. I also get scared of guys who j- literally just went on a tear. Victor won three out of five overseas. It was, I mean, he was the best golfer on the planet for like a month and a half. And I, I just feel like maybe this is me because I suck. But how, <laughs> like, how do you play that well for? You think they you're all? Not, unless you're Tiger Woods, like it's got to regress back to the uh, means, right? A hundred percent. So like for an outright, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would agree. Um, one guy I do love this week is Hideki. Huh. Hideki Masuyama. I'm, I, he is off my model. No. He's been unchecked in my box. He's got Interesting. his starts on tour this year. He's got a win, yeah. a 13th, and now a 30th, an 8th, and a 39th. It was just his birthday yesterday. It was just his birthday. <laughs> he's always made the cut here. His best finish coming last year. It's just he's his playing, birthday. He's probably out drinking. He's, he's playing sh- great. He de- he's a robot. Bahams, bro. He's a robot. His swing is, everything about him is robotic. I in on a, on a in a tough field like this in a big tournament the guy just plays all around golf and as far as most tournaments go there's not really any like parts of your game you can lag at this course 
Like, like I'm not, I, I know you could say that pretty much about most courses, but like you need to be good off the tee. You need to be good with your long irons. You need to putt. So I guess maybe you could argue that around the greens isn't that important, but around these greens is so touchy. No, I, th- I think you're spot on. I think Hideki. I think Hideki has like really. He doesn't really have that many flaws. It's in this like game. we talked about when he won. He's not. He doesn't get the respect that he's no, been, and, that he's due. No, I, I just think I think he could have a big week this week. I love All Hideki right, this week. Let me play devil's advocate. Yep. Okay. Strokes game putting last year here he gained one point six with the T eighteen. He sucked around the greens. Uh, Two thousand twenty lost six strokes on this on these greens. Two thousand nineteen oh. eight. Uh, 2018 is basically zero. Had a horrible week off the tee and approach. Very uncharacteristic. 2017 lost three and a half strokes. 2015 lost four and a half. All right, so you can't putt. I'm still riding. You can't with him. putt anyways, but Bermuda is one of his worst surfaces. I'm still gonna ride with him. Love it. I mean, what are the grass? I mean, the, what are the greens uh, where he won? He was like fucking lights out putting. So, I know. I it's, I, it's just he, no. It's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun thing about golf betting is you can look at things a million different ways. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they, like you said, there, there's that, like, he's not a lock. No. I love him this week, but he's not a lock. I think no. for me it was more of, like, I like other guys. In, like, you got to narrow down guys in price range. If I'm taking, uh, I, I would prefer Scotty Scheffler over Hideki. Yeah, no. And they're, like, similarly priced, you know what I mean? For me it would probably be a coin flip, but yeah. I just don't think Hideki is getting enough talk. That's, hey, he never does. And he's been fuck top ten in the world for, for forever. And he's number one on the complex yeah, business this is a boring bet. It is a boring bet. Also, Stop fucking throwing your driver when you hit it down the middle. Yeah, he does that a Do you lot. Know how infuriating that is to for me. Like as I like he's hitting these drives, I'd be like, "What's up? <laughs> Look at me. What, where, when, when's the mid am qualifier? What do I have to do to get in?" Yeah, and uh, I think it was God. today. I actually might be learning that I don't like Hideki Matsuyama. Wow. All right. Just because you know he's, he's like a, he's a great guy. We oh, talked he's awesome. about him after the Masters. But dude, you, it's like. He's expecting to hit it in a millimeter of yeah. where he wants to hit it every time he hits it. And if it's not, it's like... Huh. You talk to every other pro, and they're like, you can't aim for the pin. You just got to put, yeah, put it in. It's wild. Yeah, hey, I'm with you. Um, another guy, Matt Fitzpatrick. Love Matt Fitz. He scorns you a lot in the <laughs> betting world. But he's red hot. His last two starts in America, he's got a 10th at the Waste Management and a 6th at Pebble. He's killing it on the um, DP World Tour. And historically here, he's got a 10th, a 9th, a 2nd, a miscut, and a 13th. Can't ignore that. History. He likes this course. Yeah, oh yeah. Matty Fitz likes this course. I think he's, he's a great long iron player. He's, he's okay off the tee. Doesn't really bomb it. But give him a 6 through a 4, money. Yeah. Um, it's like Paul Casey. He's, he's a lot like Paul Casey, actually. I like Max Homa a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a 10th and a 14th in his last two starts. The only thing he's really not good at is putting, so sort of in the Hideki situation. But I like him. He he's straight off the tee and straight in approach. I love that. Um, I'm not really into Sam Burns at all this year. He's pretty he's pretty high up on the betting board. He got three missed cuts in a row, and he missed this cut last year. I'm off I'm off Burnsy this week. I think. Yeah, big name though. A lot of people, listeners out there, kind of mm-hmm. kind of be, not off him. Kind of be wary of Sam Burns. <laughs> oh, Tim has another secret formula. Tim's got a, Tim's secret formula is over here conspiring against every pick that I make. But that's. I think that might be one of the Maybe categories. The, I think that's yes, one of the no, categories. You could look at anti cam. No. Yeah, oh, we can look at this. We, we can, can look, look at it. Can, look can you tell it to? What is it? It's not done yet. Oh, oh, oh come on! So we can't yet. look at it. No, we can't look at it. It's, not, it's just my my percentages. I put it in my models. All right, man. That are finely. Tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I believe that, like thirty one percent. 
but there's also uh, some confirmation bias there for sure because I just take out guys I don't want to bet. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm also going back to the well with Christian Bezadenhut. Um, guy. <laughs> I mean, you're just throwing out. At this point, it might be Cam's looking at guys I don't like for the week and just picking them. Which is a good strategy. I said that I said that earlier before we even started. Why don't we get some action going? If you historically faded my picks uh, over the course of my gambling career, you'd you'd be living on Nantucket. <laughs> we might not even know each other. <laughs> be hanging out with Jeff Bezos. That'd be pretty sick. Wait, so you want some in show? I, I mean, if, if this is going to happen, I mean, I don't know what. You, you, if you guys are conflicted on all of these bets, I think we're going to need some some side action. Okay. Is there a wheel we can spin? We do a side action. Some sort of. With some sort of do you want to do like card card versus card? No, yeah. no. Sing, yeah, total you. Well, no, why don't we do this? Card will, versus card? No, no, all right. I like, will who win does better more, on everything? I will but. win more. Well, I'm gonna pick the winner, so that's not fair. Okay. Well, that's what he's saying. All the guys you like, it's like you could hit one and beat him, even though he had seven guys beat. You know what I mean? That's why I'm saying. Well, that's the way. Why don't we just pick one player like a, like this? Like straight actually up. was a straight up. Fine. Who do, who you, you disagree? You give me. Who did I? Who did you pick again? Say your name. You like Bizadenud. I do not. Yeah, but you, all, but you also, also didn't like Burns. Hideki. Doesn't like Hideki. I'd rather, or Sam I'd rather Burns. ride with Hideki. And he likes Sam Burns. So I can pick. I'll so take Hideki you get Hideki over Hideki Sam Burns. And I get Scotty. What do you mean? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I was just throwing Hideki's it out there. Hideki's like twenty all you can do, to one. All you can Sam do, Burns is fifty to one. All you can do is say no. You take Hideki. I'll take Scotty. That's a lose lose for you. <laughs> yeah, because I want no. That's, that, I don't well, want to do we, that. All right, we'll go down to. Uh, I'll take Bazaden Hoot over Burns. You take Bazaden Hoot. Want to do that? No, I I'm, get Sam Burns. I'm, you get Bazaden. That's I'm, unfair for you. I'm giving you juice. No, it's oh, not. Oh no, he's giving. He's giving. I'm giving it to you. Oh, that's crazy talk. You are doing this. He's doing it. I'm Fine. doing it. Yeah. All right. Done. All right. First show bet. There we go. Perfect. So uh, I'll put that on the socials as well. We got Sam Burns versus Bazaden Hoot. The Battle of Braintree. So, Woo! time for our, our survivor picks. I'm going with Terrell Hatton. I don't know if you could tell. Really like it. Terrell Hatton survivor. Jacket pick. Terrell Hatton top 20. Okay. A lot, a lot invested in Terrell. Oh, I know. I got Hideki top 40. <laughs> that is very be, invested in Hideki yeah. here. <laughs> and my survivor is Max Homa. Oh, nice. That's excellent. Yep. Um... <laughs> So passive. Yeah, what the fuck was what? that? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a sick, pick. sick pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> I'm just, I'm being honest. Um, I, I, one, one thing I did forget to say, I want you to remember this name and, and just float it around, let it bang around your brain a little bit, Dylan Fratelli. Really? If he, you, get, he might you get his pick. Bazaine Hoot? <laughs> Correct. But not Fratelli. Correct, Dylan Fratelli. Oh, my God. Uh, talk about He uh, chips in one speed. ball. He's plus. Dylan Fratelli <laughs> has made uh, big progress the last few years. He really bought into the... Uh, the distance game. Tim, bu- Tim bought his sunglasses. He Tim bought those did. fucking yeah, weird sunglasses. Did. No, I would never wear those. I think he looks Prove silly. It. I've won so much money off of Dylan Fratelli, just not doing well. I bet him and I bet against him in matchups all the time. It's awesome. He's Hideki been in the mix some good yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no bite. Right. I, I honestly didn't Let's hear keep what you said. Is it Hideki over Fratelli? Side action. All right. Who are we going with? So... For my jacket pick, I got I got Rory top twenty. Um, it's minus two hundred. I'm risking four to win two. All right. So this could bury you. Could bury me. <laughs> He's got seven years of history here. He's never outside the top eleven. All right. <laughs> this is, if this this is gonna be bad, <laughs> we're gonna get some tough text messages if Rory like yeah. is like plus five. <laughs> People love the pain, I, dude. When Bryson it, almost missed that cut. I got just so many. The Jordan Spieth make the cut at Kiowa. Oh, my God. 
Oh that my was, god. That was a swipe. Yeah. I love these though. This is good. We should do more of these. Um What am I uh survivors are gonna be Rory as well. You can use them on you can use them here. I'm I, saving them. I yeah. got a couple I got a couple courses I Masters. Yeah. yeah. The well see the only thing that oh, can I change my pick? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nothing's nothing's on the internet yet. All right. Live change. Audible. Live audible. Live show. Red eighty. <laughs> Paul Casey. All right. You're Paul Casey. That's crazy how we just talked him out of his jacket. Yeah, because I want because I, mean, I think that Roy's gonna win the Masters. Oh shit. I just I've said been that saying in... that since last year. You it's on he... the end of the year recap. I said okay. Rory. I know. Just not even realizing that was your thought. See, look, we're on the same wavelength. Look at that. We're not enemies anymore. I hate when you guys fight. We're like one for ten. Uh, <laughs> all right, Paul Casey and Justin, who are you going with this week for Survivor? Uh we got my boy. Uh, Sig, Grace, Grace and Sig. And Sig. Yeah. We got Grace and He's Sig. got a Sig yeah. jersey. Grace and Sig jersey. Do you really? Dude, they yeah, don't have yeah. jerseys in college. Autographs. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> actually, I actually would love if these players wore jerseys. If college golf, uh, like, oh. dude, put polos, but like, make them into jerseys. Like, like a, number? a number, you get like a bat. Yeah, interesting. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that mustache is just speaking to me this week. It's just. He's actually. Then you should have been on the Max Homa train. You should have been on the Grayson Sig train at Pebble. I told you he had like a he had top twenty. Speaking of mustache, (laughs) Eric Van Ruyen, let that let that tingle in your brain a little bit. I like him. I like him more than Dylan Fratelli. Me too. I like a lot of guys this week. I have some work to do to like narrow it down. And and uh, Van Ruyen wears joggers. Fresh. Yeah. He's a Grayson guy too. Fresh. Does he really? Yeah. He's awesome. The Grayson clothes are sick. They're sick and. I wish I could afford them. I, I, dude, I, I literally have a card on my computer that I've been just like oh, manipulating. For I do it on my phone. Yeah. I go, I get an, an ad for Grayson. Click yeah. on it, and then I'm like, oh, might yeah, as well pull the trigger. Polo. But if I become, uh, you know, professional DraftKings player, then that that might be in the cars. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking down. Yeah, I'd love for that for you. Uh, that might do for the show, you guys. I don't know if you have anything else. This has been a nice, solid, close to an hour here. Whatever we got. No. Um, once again, thanks for tuning in. Scramble twenty at Surf and Turf Golf. Promo code Scramble for pinned and join Links in Golf because if you don't, you're an idiot. I think at this point, uh, all three of us, four of us, are members. Um, you just got to do it. You know, play more golf with people like you wherever you want, uh, new places. Other than that, guys, uh, I'm excited for the Arnold Palmer. Me too. Rest in peace. What a fucking awesome guy. Yeah. I love when they do the thing about his office and give me all the give me all of it. He created the a show great machine. drink. He did, did, yeah. Didn't didn't know he was dead. What? What? No idea. We have a go- we literally have a golf podcast. Sam doesn't know golf history though. I was upfront about this when we started. No, I know. I'm new to this area. He died in 2016. Terrible. You didn't old age. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, old age. How old was yeah. he? Yeah. Old. Pretty old. 80s. They were wheeling him out to the 18th green. I mean, remember the, uh, the, the drinks, do you remember the ESPN commercial where he's in the cafeteria and he mixes the yeah. lemonade and then everybody's behind him like, Scott oh, Van Pelt's behind him like <laughs> that's the only reason I know who Arnold Palmer is that's insane wow I, this could have tournament could have been sponsored by the drink <laughs> <laughs> no idea <laughs> just no idea Jesus yeah rest in peace the big guy man he's awesome uh, just changes the game of golf. Right? Yeah, he really That's does. Yeah, uh, that'll do it here for exciting week at Bay Hill for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, that'll do it for episode thirty. Thanks for coming along for the ride, you guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Adios, bye.